Hello, welcome to another episode of Hoxie Native Seeds podcast. I am replacing Nick today, and we have a very special guest, actually, Nick Lirio, everybody. Get the hell out of my chair. Thanks for that, Peyton. Hey, everyone, thanks for joining us today. Welcome to the Prairie Farm podcast, where we talk all things prairie, all things farm, and 100% conservation. We are presented by Hoxie Native Seeds, mostly because uh, Hoxie Native Seeds bought all this stuff for us. Uh, <laughs> so I have Peyton joining us today. Peyton, welcome. Howdy. How's it going? Um, Kent, obviously you said it's out bear hunting. Bear hunting. How do you hunt a bear? Brother, bear-handed. <laughs> Kent hunts bears bear-handed. That would be insane. Uh, he literally puts bear claws on his hands no, and but hunts them. For real, though, do you have to get like a bigger caliber bullet or a big gauge of caliber? What do you even hunt? Like a shotgun, a rifle? What do you hunt it with? <laughs> no, he's got a big old he's got a big old sniper. Um, a, they go. They like <laughs> hike to the top of a mountain. I think. Let me move this over here. See if I reach. Ooh, that's fun. I like this. Uh, let he hikes to the top of a mountain, and then you just like you're not allowed to use. Uh, you're not allowed to use, like any sort of scent or attract them. You're not allowed to bait them. So you just watch for bears and you shoot them from like. 200 yards which is crazy that's like military caliber it's kind of kind of lame you know i think if you really want to go and kill something that fearsome you should do it close range like you got to be inside 50 to claim that otherwise you shoot a target you know yeah that's fair <laughs> man but imagine if you shot the bear and the bear like figured out that you shot him just <laughs> and he just starts chasing you down and so all you have to, you don't have to outrun the bear fully. You just have to outrun him until he dies. You got to outrun your guide, basically. <laughs> You're probably not going to outrun your guide. You won't. All right. Well, anyway, enough about bear hunting. We don't know. We don't know anything about bear hunting. We are not experts. Uh, we're, I, I don't even, I, I go, I've been hunting. I go hunting. It, it's cool. I'd much rather go fishing, but uh, uh, hunting just hasn't been my forte. You know what is our forte? Prairie grass. Your forte. <laughs> yeah, my forte is my forte, but prairie grass. And uh, about a year, Peyton, how long have you been with us? Uh, just over a year, actually. About a year ago, Peyton joined us on my birthday. So, did you really close to it? Oh man! Well, what uh, uh, when you moved here? What were you doing beforehand? I was actually working for a solar company up in Rochester, Minnesota. Still have their um, goods. Could have worn our hat. Could have worn anyone's hat. It's a nice hat. Um, but yeah, I was I was a construction manager for a solar company in Minnesota, which is kind of conservation in the same way that the government will pay you pay the customer to pay you to do good things for the environment. So similar, but also completely different. And what I do here is more of the inventory. And I try to find creative ways for Hoxie to make money by selling the same seed. Hmm. Okay. Be real with me. You've been in two industries in a row funded by the government. Not a big deal. Not worried about it, but taxpayers are paying for those things. Do you think that, in solar, well, let me make you pick between solar and conservation of natural resources. If the government had to pick one, what do you think is better in terms of like longevity of the nation and, and better for communities and stuff? Be honest. I have no idea. 
None. No, not a, <laughs> not a clue. Because solar, it's nice because you're not using what like fossil fuels is probably the the main source of energy now. And then prairie, you're not um, destroying as much land as you would if, if you were farming it. So I don't. I probably know less about um, how prairie can um, save the environment, but obviously it's not bad to have something planted and and to have a natural habitat um, planted. But I also know it's very good to have a bunch of solar panels producing energy from an unlimited resource, which is a freaking star in space. <laughs> so you pick one and I just go go with it, I guess. Yeah, man. I think so. When Peyton got here, Peyton saved my life because I was doing um, I was doing customer relation management, CRM, making sure all of our customers got what they needed. I was doing uh, I was doing all of our marketing. Anytime anyone was calling on the phone, I was answering the phone. Uh, and then we didn't have any system for inventory for a while. They, for a while, it was just my dad's brain was our inventory. And he would be like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we got like 58 pounds of that in a bag somewhere in the back. And he was almost always right. But uh, we started producing too much and his brain couldn't keep up. Uh, and so Peyton saved my life. And he now has his favorite job, which is keeping track of inventory on uh, – for native seas, what what in the world? What's that like? So my brain, it couldn't inventory a bag of Cheerios, so I have to use the computer. Which I don't know if you guys have used the computer, and you guys is a broad sense. Those things suck <laughs> if you're trying to do something you don't know how to do. So I I've taught myself how to use like Access um, as a resource and some other resources on the computer, but a lot of it is just making sure you. Uh, you have enough inventory to keep up with Nick and his salesmanship Ugh. capabilities for the year. It's not, it's not irregular for me to go to Peyton or text him and be like, yeah. Uh, so I sold some extra acres today and Peyton will look at me like, where, where are you going to get those acres, Nicholas? Like, uh, we'll figure it out. Right. We'll just figure it out. What's that like? What's it like on the other end of that? It's frustrating. <laughs> it happens once a week. <laughs> oh man we uh i would love to say we're fantastic at our job but uh uh we just get it done we get the job done i, I don't know what else to say there so but so peyton also last year helped us plant we had an absurd amount of acres we had to plant for other people i think it was like it was like 3800 acres or something with just and our cedars are 10 and a half foot cedars so it was me and Peyton and dad and, uh, and another guy named Caleb, just the four of us planting like mad. And I don't think, had you ever driven a tractor before? Uh, no, I haven't. Well, like, as you know, for fun, or my dad's got a little Alice Charmer model G, which is like <laughs> from the cold war era. So that doesn't count compared to the Kubotas and the bigger stuff that bigger stuff we have here. Oh, be I, careful when you're tapping around here. I'm I doing this it so matter. often. I, probably, <laughs> I think this part is not good, but down here, I think doesn't matter. Yeah, no, I have to like fidget. It's bad. Um, tractors, tractors, tractors. tractors. I have not driven many tractors before. So ah, I got boy. put out in the field with uh, ah, boy. a piece of equipment that I was not used to and a big planter behind me. And I think I won an award for <laughs> the, the most damage caused by one employee at a single time. Dude. <laughs> I'm going to post a picture of this thing right right now because it looked like a pretzel. It looked like a pretzel. <laughs> it's it's right here. It's it's above me. It was 
in half. I don't know how you split a giant chunk of metal in half like that, but I found a way. I thought I was going to get fired. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I uh, thought I was going to get fired after like three months on the job because uh, I was put in a tractor and went through like a forest worth of trees that I was supposed to plant CRP in. (laughs) Oh, man, that is the the worst. So people have, they have CRP fields and they're not supposed to let trees grow in. And I get trees are pretty natural and birds bring them in and stuff. And and so I get it. I get it. We're happy to go around trees. But... um, People will go and they'll mow We're them not off. happy to go around trees. We are not. <laughs> you don't want to go around trees? No. <laughs> it's a tree. I can't plant CRP in the tree. But, so, listen. If there's a tree there, I'll go around it. But if it's four, if it's just four inches out of the ground and you can barely see it because it's brown and the ground's brown and, and it's it's only like two inches around, well, and then I run over it. Well, it could punch her tire or something or, or ruin a harrow. And I don't know. But uh, honestly, that's not... I really like, I really like planting. Just sit there, listen to your podcasts or whatever. Yeah. Peyton, tell me what is the worst part about this job? You, 100%. <laughs> no, um, I, I actually don't mind the job. It's just the worst part is how slow I think we got in the summer. Well, not the summer, the, this winter. Yeah, that was and slow. Either you have the phone ringing. Or you're kind of twiddling your thumbs. You're trying to find something to do um, just to try to improve something. And there's only so much you can improve or learn. Well, that's not true. There's a lot you can. There's only so much you want to improve or learn. (laughs) Sometimes you just want to do things. So uh, the the seasons are kind of difficult for me, at least, because I you can tell with my hands because they got to be active. The rest of me has to be active as well. So we find. So right now really busy may june really busy um no end of october through the first of december is usually pretty busy and we've got other things going on we've got seed cleaning we've got things like that but january and february in the first half of march this year and it wasn't a super busy year um it was just a barely under average year and and uh that was brutal that was hard to that was that was hard to stomach and and actually i ended up going to part-time and flipping my house with my wife, which was really nice. But uh, Peyton just sat and sat and sat. Sat, drank some drank some uh, caffeine, and just got some stuff done. You um, know, those things are going to kill you one day, right? I'll kill them. Um, <laughs> no, we could. We could have probably could have done more content and stuff this winter. Yeah. Um, especially, like, inst- this property we're on is so beautiful in general, and there's so much old crap on it and by crap i mean old combines old cars and stuff where old. it would be a old gold mine just an absolute gold mine um for content for a lot of things so that's something we probably should do yeah that's but, that's my job is my b my b dude speaking of old speaking of old so mo- a lot of our customers are farmers who are retiring you know getting a little older they want to do less acres don't don't exactly have the drive to do everything they did. Well, sometimes they're not older. They're old. And now there's there's a couple sides to it. One, props for being this healthy this long. That's great. But uh, some of them are 90. We had a guy come in today. How It was what, 86? He was 86. Um, there's some people. There's some people out there. When I We'll hook up the, our cedars, um, which is a beautiful piece of equipment. It's pretty easy to use. 
I worry about it coming back. <laughs> uh, not because they can't drive, but because they won't make it back. They're they're not gonna make it till next week. There's some there's some real old folks putting their ground in CRP. Dude, so so normally Peyton and I we we charge an upfront cost uh, like a deposit if you're wanting to book out seat. We charge a deposit. Well, uh, <laughs> there's some people usually if they're older they ah, I just want to pay it all, get it out of the way, get it out of the way. Okay, that's fine. Well, if they're really really old, Peyton and I will be like actually just pay a deposit. Because just in case you don't make it to next break. Now, I'm not trying to be insensitive to, to older people. I, I think it's amazing that you've been kicking as long as you have. That's incredible. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Let me know. Um, Nick won't approve of this, but I'll do it. Um, if the oldest person listening to our podcast, comment, and we'll send you a free little backyard pollinator mix on us. With free. And a hat. We'll send you a hat. Oldest person to comment and uh, claim claim the oldest age and verify it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We're not good at giving stuff away. No, we'll give away something. Someone we'll 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 uh, we'll contact you if we think you're if we think you're of the ripe age to get a hat and do some free advertising for us. Brother, what what's the what's the biggest mistake you think you made here? While you've been here, yeah. Most expensive mistake? Uh, sure. The the horror going. <laughs> that's fair what, what's another one what's another one um i think i was probably here for like two months and i ordered like three thousand dollars worth of uh western yarrow that we didn't need <laughs> that we already had and we uh we are still trying to get rid of that yarrow so don't don't uh don't leave here without some yarrow <laughs> we actually we started calling western yarrow our good friend put some of our good friend in that mix Good friend, Western Yarrow. Man. Okay, what's what do you think is the crowning achievement of yourself so being here? I walked in here, and I think we had Carol's brain as our inventory system. <laughs> and now we have a computer program that I have been working on for the past six months that is held together by electronic paper clips keeping our inventory. <laughs> so if that fails... I don't know what we'll do, but I could also leave, and I don't think Nick can upkeep it either. Uh, me not wanting to learn how to do inventory is Peyton's uh, job security. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's sticking around. We're keeping him. We're keeping him. Yeah. Other than that, I, I think I save us quite a bit of money every year trying to max out what we grow in our mixes, too. So it, it makes for a really pretty mix and because Carol likes to grow very pretty wildflowers i think very good looking wildflowers that's true that's true guys if you want a good mix you need to thank peyton because peyton defends you every year uh we've got a guy that does finances and and people that are keeping finances in, in mind they're just switchgrass and black-eyed susan all day as much as you can in the mix and peyton's the one that says no we should probably look at the coefficiency number and how long this mix is going to last and, and how good it is and so he fights for you he fights for a good mix for you and that's why uh, on some mixes, when other people have like, I don't know, 12 species, what do we, what do we have? We had like 34 species in our mixes this year. We had 29 species in our CP25. Um, but that's only because I just want to make sure that we can get people to take as much money back from the government as possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they're going to pay you, you might as well, might as well get that money from them. Take advantage. <laughs> oh, Grab no. it all. 
We call it the the Hoxie blessing. You get good seed and more money back. Yeah, I guess it's a gift. Well, that's not true. We're cheaper than everyone else out there, and we have better seeds. So, it's a matter of getting a decent amount of money for some primo mixes. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. This is not a PC podcast. I don't know. I'm gonna. I, I'm not gonna edit much of it out, but uh, we'll see if there's any backlash going on with the uh, with the people. People, let us know if there's backlash. It's funny. Anything else? I'm just trying to make sure this is the last time I'm ever on the podcast. <laughs> is there anything you want to talk about? Man, what do I? What, what do you do? What do you do here? Not a lot. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? I do. I do marketing. I do customer relations, so I try to be the person to answer the phone because it's either me or Peyton. Uh, no, no, he does a great job. Um, I try to. I so I I like to deal with the customers. I do marketing. I do sales. I do Peyton and I share bids. We do larger bids together. We'll work on just because I'm lazy and I don't want to do them. Though, lazy and doesn't want to do it. I do a lot of drop shipping. So sometimes people order stuff that we don't have, like, well, someone order something from Ohio and we're like, we don't really have that. So we'll just get it from somewhere else. And we tend to get cheaper rates. Let's say there's a company in Ohio that is going to sell you something at 120. Well, they'll sell it to us for 90 because we've got that B2B relationship and then we'll just sell it to you for 120. So we don't end up actually selling it to you for more, but, uh, we do, but then we end up becoming a middleman for them, and and then you get what you want, and you get a deal with us, and we're awesome, and you don't have to deal with uh, you know like having a robot answer the phone and stuff like that. So that's what I do. I make sure people like talking to us. Yeah. And sometimes I fail. What What is your background in though? Like where Where does your business experience originate to Ooh. to be a a spokesperson and probably the you're the marketing guy, and you do a lot with the actual um retail end with the customers as well that I, I can't handle slash try to avoid. Um, <laughs> Similar. Cause I don't like people. Um, yeah. Where, where does that come from then? Man, where's that experience come from? That's a really good question. Yeah. I didn't know I was getting interviewed today. Um, I worked, so I went to Bible college and got my education in Bible and counseling. Um, but, uh, I worked for a marketing firm called the branding group, which was awesome an awesome time. And then I just have friends and we like to talk about that stuff. We like talking about marketing. We like talking about, uh, um, sales. We like talking about how to treat our customers well and, and stuff like, yeah. And I mean, in Iowa, everyone starts a business. So that that's what you talk about in Iowa. You talk about starting a business. My brother's dating this girl from Tennessee. And, uh, when she was visiting out here in Iowa, she's like, I'm, I'm convinced everybody that lives in Iowa has to start a business or you get deported to Texas. Uh, and, and so our good friend Peyton has started a business. Tell us about your business, Peyton. I'm actually the only person in Iowa who has not started a business. So if uh, anyone has any business ideas that I can uh, piggyback off of, that'd be great. Let me know. He started businesses. They just failed. For a while, he was trying to sell pig hooves as necklaces, and it did not work. Nobody wanted those. Why? You can actually see my desk in the background. If if Nick's gonna switch oh yeah to my yeah, desk. yeah yeah this is Peyton's desk. That this is, is where the, the magic cleanest, happens. You can see like four energy drink. I'm not kidding. I see four from where I'm at. <laughs> um, on that desk, that is the cleanest that desk has ever been. That is true. That is true. They uh, 
he collects energy drinks. Um, you should check him out. He rates an energy drink every single day. Are we doing this one now? Let's do it. A, rate rate the energy drink. A, this is a chaotic juice monster, um, energy juice, which that just makes sense because there's a crap ton of caffeine in here, some glucose, some taurine. It tastes. Um. That's just so bad. So this dude worked for Phil Ebert, the legend, Ebert Legends. What was that like? I worked there when I was 14, when I didn't realize you could make more than $8 an hour doing something. So believe in yourself as a, as a 14 year old. That's what I'd have to say to all the 14 year olds listening out there. Wide, wide uh, audience, I guess, 14 and 86 year olds. Um, but yeah, I worked out there just filling up barrels of honey and I worked with someone who was allergic to bees. So every day as you know, as a 14 year old, I found out that you can actually fear for someone else's life. <laughs> But yeah, he was real allergic to bees. He had to have an EpiPen on him. It didn't get stuck once, but he'd always like stick his hands in the honey and stuff and and uh, swim it around. And I was like, this guy's going to get stung and then I'm going to get fired. <laughs> you go to jail. They're like, man, there was not only bee stings, there was poison and alcohol in this. What, well, what happened? So and then they bring you to jail. You would. I'm not kidding because you'd open up these hives to put them in the honey. And the method to get the bees off that didn't get smoked out was to vacuum them off in the shop back. So every once in a while, you'd have to go outside and empty the shop back. And what's in the shop back? Bees. Thank you, Nick Cage. <laughs> Bees. <laughs> Man. So we actually used to do bees here. And then we started hiring Ebert to take care of our bees because we found out it's not cost effective. Although for a while, we had a bunch of honey and we would send that honey to our... Uh, um, to our, you know, customers and stuff as a little, little thank you. But now we just do Casey's gift cards. Yeah. That and hats. <laughs> that and hats. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, the Hawks and Native Seed hats, they're good. They are almost as good as the hat I'm wearing right now. Yeah. Second only to Peyton's last job. Yes. Which is kind of a metaphor for his life, but. I don't get the <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> Bees. My main goal with having Peyton on here, the reason I wanted to, I just wanted to let you guys in a little behind the scenes. We are, uh, we are professional and we get things done professionally, but we have a lot of fun and uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably in the middle of the slowest season we've ever had, which I don't know when that will be, but it's because Nick literally could not find someone else to sit in this chair. So he had to turn to me and say, Hey Peyton, can you roll your chair over here, sit in it, <laughs> say some stupid things, and then we can shut the cameras off. Well, I thought about having like a really uh, official like interview or whatever, but uh, I also wanted the real Peyton because real Peyton's fun, and interviewing Peyton is talks about the Colts. Do you want me to talk about like solar energy while I'm on here? <laughs> the Colts, who no. Matt Ryan, Matty Ice throwing dimes. We'll see. Alex Pierce. We'll see how they do this year. I don't know. I'm not convinced. All right. Thanks so much for joining us on the Prairie Farm Podcast presented by Oxy Native Seeds. We were joined today by Peyton Scandridge, the guy who does the magic that gets you your seed. Kent will be back next time. But uh, until then, yeah. have a good one and keep on prairieing.